Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling it Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort Man. Hello and welcome to the Master Mediocrity Podcast. I'm your host, Max Kessering, and I'm here, as always, with the co-host with the most. Fraser Kessering, how are you? I'm the co-host with the internet, finally. Ooh, I'm doing let's great, go. man. Happy to no longer be a Luddite. Uh, I had to join Andrew Luck's book club because I didn't have any <laughs> internet, and I used so much data that... Verizon was throttling the shit out of me, and I couldn't get any service. So I'm back. I'm full force. I'm feeling good. Dude, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for us, actually, as a whole. This podcast is yeah. going to go to a whole new level with you with internet. I can like look shit up now instead of just like not knowing anything. <laughs> Dude, not so that we look anything up, but I have the option to not, not be uninformed. You, you have the option to not look it up. Yes, exactly. All right, so right now we're recording at 9.19 p.m. Uh, Tuesday night after all the games Yo, have been over. If you're going to go down to the minute, one. at least go... If you're going to go down to the minute, it's 9.20. It but, just changed. Right. It just changed. All right, so we're recording after all the games happened. We figured we'd recap week one, and then we talk about some some thoughts on week two. So you want to get right into it, Fresh? Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, a lot of fun games. I'm glad football's back. How happy were you, basically, just to watch football again? It was really nice. I was kind of running around for the better part of Sunday, so I didn't really have a mm-hmm. time to relax until um, the Packers night game. But it felt really good to just like sit and do nothing on Sunday and and constantly refresh my fantasy <laughs> football score. Constantly, I don't over think. And over again. I don't think a phone can die faster any other day, like that. So many phones across the United States are dead by one forty-five because people are checking their fancy football football lamps an unhealthy amount. Do yourself a favor. Go to Amazon. Buy a portable charging brick. Basically. 20 bucks it'll last you the whole day your phone will stay charged over three times as long it's the move or you could just learn to have some self-control hey <laughs> or 20 dollars solves all your problems i think i might just True. do that <clears throat> so i was uh i watched a lot of the games when they happened a lot of them were like uh, on and off because i went to a donut eating competition during the middle of the one o'clock games so I had a donut eating competition at two o'clock at a Schutz Apple Farm in Webster. Shout out to Schutz. Please sponsor the podcast. We love you. Yo, they're so good. They're the most fire apple cider donuts you can possibly get. They're they're definitely number one when it comes to fried cake. Mm-hmm. Fried cake. Yeah, no, possibly it's a fried cake. Uh, I would argue Duke's Donuts. Uh, I think they're out of like Masson or something, but they're always at the public market on Saturdays. Nah too greasy it's too it is really greasy it's too greasy you can't even have like a full (laughs) duke's donut you get that bag and it looks like it has been made out of like tracing paper the whole bag is just see-through you can see the donut from the ins like from the outside that's how greasy that shit is (laughs) i don't care for the duke's donut schutz is number one so, uh, friend of the podcast, Charlie Welling, and I, we went, uh, and it was free dozen donuts, actually, if you sign up for the contest. And how many donuts can you eat in five minutes? You got a free dozen as yeah. well? It was included. Like, whatever you didn't finish, you get for free. Oh, okay. 
So the goal so is to if you eat one donut, you could just walk out <laughs> yeah. with eleven. That's the move next year. <laughs> I'm getting cinnamon yeah. and I'm walking out. Um, so I had seven uh, in five minutes, which was okay. Charlie had eight, which was better. Um, and the winner, who's a damn Neanderthal, had eleven in five minutes. So he had basically he had two, he had two donuts a minute plus one extra donut. It's pretty good. That's, dude, so the biggest problem for us, just to get into this a little deeper, uh, they gave us one cup of water, which is infuriating because we needed an infinite amount of water. I needed yeah, wh- all the water you could give me. So that's my next question. Are you allowed um, to dunk? Are you allowed to get another donut? Or not another donut, another, another glass, glass of, water. of water. No, yeah. but Charlie started stealing cups of water from all the people around us. So there's like two or three people that didn't show up. So Charlie started stealing all their waters and giving it to both of us while he was eating. Nice. So that helped Clutch. a lot. Shout out to Charlie Welling. The idea would just be soak it and then just let it slide down your gullet. <laughs> yeah, dude, I couldn't commit to the swallow, which was the problem. I was like, I had like this giant donut in my mouth. And I'm like trying to chew it, chew it. I'm like, all right. Like at some point it has to like, I have to swallow it or else I won't be able to get to the next donut. Right. Yeah. But I could never be like, all right, it's ready to go. Like you can swallow it now. I was like never quick enough on that. Whereas I think that one guy just opened it. Like you ever seen Super Troopers where he's drinking the syrup. You just open the the back of your throat. I think he did that. He and was basically eating like a boa constrictor and like, <laughs> he, I think he did like, it was just like, uh, the Joey chestnut. Yeah. He was smacking his neck just to like start digesting it faster. I actually started pushing my cheeks. I had like chipmunk cheeks. I was trying to push it in. To push it in. Yeah. Hey man, seven notes is respectable. Remember when you said you could have four pies in a day? <laughs> And you were a hundred. You were like infuriated <laughs> no, that was I was like, first dude, off, you do. N- first off, it was three. I'm like, you do not understand how much food a pie is. You're like, no, I do one apple, one. Ch-. I was like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> that is like eating like a dozen and a half apples. Okay, first off, I have a strategy to this. And I you th- start eating at midnight. You start eating I don't at midnight. Give a shit. No, I gotta tell the listeners. You start eating at no, midnight, <laughs> and you have like a half a pie. Then the the goal of the day is to be extremely active. You have to run and do activities the entire day, so that you're hungry enough to eat more pie. Dude, three pies is so many <laughs> pies. <laughs> we need to test it at some point. Okay. If I eat these pies, will you? pay for all no of them. i'm still not paying for them <laughs> that's our real issue here is fraser yeah. won't pay for him what do you think charlie could eat them in one sitting <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> that's disgusting charlie's eating more food than anyone i've ever seen in my entire life uh, charlie is the man and he can put it down with the best of him shout out to charlie eating eight donuts love you all right let's move into the football pretty impressive Yep, let's do it. Starting off with uh, one of the one o'clock games uh, that's probably near and dear to the north, the western New York crowd, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills got absolutely trounced by the Ravens, 47-3. to My main question is, why the hell did you start Nathan Peterman? What was the decision going into that? He was five. Here's the stat line real quick, real quick, before you get into it. Five of 18 for 24 yards and two interceptions. Go ahead. (laughs) Shame on Sean McDermott for doing that. So here's the thing. If the goal was to keep Josh Allen from getting, you know, beat up, right? That was kind of what they wanted to do was to keep his confidence high and not start him right away. Why pull Peterman? Just keep him in. Let him ride. Just keep him in. Yeah, you know you're not going to win this game. Mm-mm. You When you started Peterman, you decided that you weren't going to win the game. Okay? <laughs> That's just like the wrong way to so play just, football. So just continue with that and eat the loss. Jameis Winston, shout out to Jameis Winston, just eat that L. You might not play for the Bucks again, but we'll get to that, maybe. We're definitely getting to that. Yeah, we're getting to that. So, that's the thing, like, if you know that you want to save, you know, Josh Allen, that just don't start Peterman. 
or don't pull Peterman. But when you start him, you just have to leave him in and ride it out. I thought the other quarterback on that looked pretty damn good, Joe Flacco. I know you were poo-pooing my Joe Flacco, not height, but um, confidence earlier in the season. No, I, I think and your bet was good. He looked good. good, man. Yeah, he did. He looked good. I think he, it might he, be the Bills are bad. Oh, the Bills are bad. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's a lot to do the with The Bills that. aren't good, and I don't want to overreact too much about week one. I know that's the most fun is to overreact, and I guess there's no, like, no repercussions to overreaction. Like Maybe like 40 people's opinions change of us, but at the end of the day, like I'm just, I guess I'm just going to overreact. Fuck okay. it. Go for it. Let's hear it. <laughs> is Joe Flacco elite? Joe Flacco's elite, hon. <laughs> no, Joe Flacco was pretty good, man. And he, he it was funny. He he threw a touchdown pass to every one of the free agent moves that the mm-hmm. wide receivers that they picked up, which is kind of funny. He really spread um, the ball around too. Four receptions, three receptions, four three receptions. I mean, he spread around to Sneed, Brown, Boyle, Crabtree. I mean he Yep, he, they he, all got some touches. Mm-hmm. Um if the one thing is, if you are an Alex Collins owner, mm-hmm. he didn't get um, a lot of touches. I think that was mostly to do with game script, though. Personally, as a, as a uh, Alex Collins owner, I think being up by that much, it really he only had two possessions, maybe three to even touch the ball. Like he literally didn't get the ball. He had on the yeah, day. Yeah, he had three. He seven had three, carries. He had seven carries and one reception. Okay, that's no work for him. That's light work. Yeah, and he's not a, a back who usually gets a ton of touches. I think his most was twenty last year. I don't think he got more than twenty-two touches last year. So you're kind of counting on some like big um, plays from him. But no, he he looked fine in the time he got. Yeah, it that's just what I thought. He had that one good touchdown really run. Mm-hmm. He did fumble the ball. As well. He did fumble the ball yeah. as well, which is not great to see. But Kenneth Dixon's also injured moving forward, so I don't think there's a big problem with starting him in fantasy. But I understand the the concern for their running game because they really weren't effective. Yeah, they were not. Um, yeah, and Josh Allen he didn't throw an interception. It's good, but he mm-hmm. only completed about a third of his passes. He went six for fifteen with seventy four yards, um, which is still better than Nathan Peterman, who almost threw the same number of completions as he threw interceptions. Five completions, two interceptions. Not jo- that far off. Josh Allen has more rushing yards than Peterman had throwing yards. Yeah, that's that's scary. Yeah. Peterman shouldn't start yeah. again. Just start Allen, in my opinion. What's the point of going through the season without giving him game reps? Just give him the game reps. Uh, if he's going to his confidence can be deterred, then the job's not for him, in my opinion. So I would just start yep. him right now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to another ex-Bills quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the highest scoring team in the NFL, basically. I think they I think they were, 48 points? Yep, 48 points. 48 points. They shocked the world and beat the Saints um, by just basically outscoring them. Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic is... Many like to call him 417 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, on 21 and on 28 <laughs> on 28 attempts, he went 21 for 28, which is great. No ints, perfect. And you know, you know why I fuck so heavy with Fitzmagic? <laughs> that guy has no chill. He has absolutely zero chill. Heart of the champion, just go for it on every single play. He does not understand taking it easy for someone that smart he doesn't make the smart play when it means preserving your body no it's not preserve his body that (laughs) touchdown run he had he's like meet me at the goal line little boy (laughs) and he's also like old like he's not young he's not a spring chicken yeah man and he went for it he freaking went for it Dude, I love him. He's I an elite backup quarterback. <laughs> and I, I know that we're re- overreacting to this, but it's not like Jameis is going to lose his starting job. But No, he might. Gonna... No, no, he literally might. So because... here, okay, listen, let's, I'm about to get there. Chill. Okay. Uh, okay. Because so next year would be his fifth year. Mm-hmm. So the team has a fifth year option with him. Mm-hmm. The owner has already gone out and said that Fitzmagic might already 
might take the starting job. Mm-hmm. So do you pick up Jameis' fifth-year option or try to get him for a longer contract? I think they've been looking to get off of Jameis after all the scandal already. I think Fitzpatrick is a stopgap in that plan. Um, but I don't think Jameis has proven that he's the quarterback of the future for them. I don't know if he's had a game ever as good as this, ever. His entire career in the NFL. He's never had a better game than Ryan Fitzpatrick's first game with the Buccaneers. Yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't remember it, honestly. I, a four-touchdown, uh, 400-yard game with a rush. Five, five total touchdowns and 400 yards with no interceptions? So I don't think Jane, I don't think Ty, or, uh, Fitzmagic is the answer no. for the Bucks. They probably should have gone out and signed Teddy Bridgewater. Hundred percent agree. Probably a better bet um, and a better guy than and James a better Winston. guy. Um, yeah, I don't know if Jameis has ever had a better. I mean, I, I, I you can fact check it. I'm not entirely sure, but I. I off the top of my head, could not think of a single moment where he did better than that. Also, pretty hard to do better than that. Fitzpatrick has done this over the years. He's had flash games with the Jets. He's had flash games with the Bills. I mean, he had the six-game run with the Bills where he was, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, Fitzpatrick can do it on a short-term basis. So I guess my question is, let's go to the Saints. What happened? Because they were, you know... They were the team that's supposed to come out and smoke the Bucks, and that didn't happen. So it's basically their defense didn't show up because Drew Brees is a beast. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. You know, Drew, Drew Brees is absolutely ridiculous. Um, so accurate. You, yeah, and it came down to the Saints had a few turnovers that really killed them. Um, Elvin Kamara dropped it or fumbled the ball, I believe, like going for a touchdown. Uh, Michael Thomas had a fumble. They just had a few plays that uh, really kept them from winning. Drew Brees did his damnedest to, mm. you know, to keep them in that game and, and give them a chance to win. Um, but it, it really just came down to the Saints couldn't create a pass rush. They couldn't get to Fitzpatrick. And, you know, Cameron, or Jordan Cameron just wasn't there. Michael, Mike, Michael Davenport wasn't able to produce either. Um, Marshawn Lattimore wasn't the shutdown player that he was last year. So it's, but it, a lot of it stems from their lack of ability to create a pass rush. And, and that was their biggest issue, I think, of the past game. All right, we're going to do a couple quick hit games from uh, the one o'clocks. I believe they're the one o'clocks. But I, these are all games that kind of went as scripted. The Bengals beat the Colts 23-34. Uh, 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 so the Bengals kind of just, you know, did what they were supposed to do with the Colts. They were projected to win. Um, do you have anything to say on that game? Yeah, Andrew Luck looked good. He threw the ball 58 times, too. That's a which lot. Which is too many fucking times for a guy <laughs> who just came back from shoulder industry yeah. in, uh, injury that's crazy but it also answers any questions that you might have about the stability of his shoulder um the fact that it was able to hold up uh he was able to complete some long passes the old line's still not there their defense didn't take any steps forward <laughs> certainly and, not and since he looked pretty good this the, the, the they look good and specifically Andy Dolan Andy Dalton looked like a professional quarterback. Yeah. And their weapons are really good. Joe Mixon, he he has progressed. He looked um, great. That's what I was going to talk looked about. Great. Joe he Mixon looked like, looked like, like he was a elite running back. Yeah, he he was really incredible in the open space. Um, his vision was really good. A.J. Green is constantly underrated as a uh, wide that's receiver. What I, I love to hear you talk about A.J. Green. A.J. Green is a top. Underrated. He's a top tier receiver and he can do everything on the field he scores touchdowns he can go he's one of the best deep ball threats he can outrun people he runs great routes he's always open i love aj green i think aj green really showed up and he was one of the bigger factors in how they kind of you know they were down for a little bit 
um, there was a time where it was kind of in question who's going to win this game, and then they kind of pulled ahead. And I think a lot of that had to do with AJ Green and Joe Mixon showing that they're an elite talent in the league. So I think there's about five wide receivers, and they're almost all interchangeable mm-hmm. at the elite level. Antonio mm-hmm. Brown, he's he's on a tier of his own. Okay. Then there is Odell, Hopkins, AJ Green, and Michael Thomas. And I think those all four, you could make a case for any one of them at the number two through five spot. I, okay. And that's that's just how it is. And AJ Green isn't talked about that way. Well, Julio Jones would be the other guy. Julio Jones, until he scores more touchdowns on a consistent basis, and the problem, one of the problems with okay, Julio is with he doesn't he doesn't play enough. If you look at his snap count, Who? he doesn't. Julio's. Oh, okay. Julio is not on the field as much as some of these other guys are. I don't know if it's an asthma thing or if it's some sort of mm. he's just so big and physical that he can't run every route. Yeah. I think Julio's a better athlete than a lot of those guys, but I don't know if I would. Julio's up there, but Who do you I want would put AJ Green. You'd want one of those other guys starting as your X receiver? I think so. I mean, Julio had, what, three touchdowns last year? Yeah. Or two, actually. I think it would have been two. Two or three. That's not good. No. AJ Green. I'm not sleep- good at math, but I know that's not good. <laughs> AJ Green sleepwalks to a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Like, look at his stats. He literally sleepwalks to a thousand and eight touchdowns. It's hilarious. I mean, he'll have bad quarterback play. He'll have all these different things. He'll have an injury, whatever. He'll freaking always get to a thousand and eight touchdowns. It's hilarious. Pretty much. All right. Another game went pretty chalk. The Patriots kind of just. You know, did what they're supposed to do with the Texans. Um, the Patriots weren't spectacular, I would say, in this game, um, but they were. <laughs> they were, they had some good bright spots, which are fun to see. Texans, it seemed like they are still working on some things. Their defense isn't totally ready to like be prime time, I guess, and beat a, a consistent team. Uh, Deshaun Watson showed that he, you know, might take a little time getting used to uh, playing again. Um, he, I think he was holding on to the ball a little too long and showed to be slightly inaccurate with the ball. So, Yeah, that was probably my biggest takeaway was Deshaun Watson just didn't look ready. Uh, he looked timid. He wasn't willing to do some of the things that he did last year. And that offensive line is not good. It's, it's really bad mm-hmm. for the Texans. Um, and I believe there was an injury that made it worse. I don't remember who got injured, but I think there was an injury for the for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he didn't look good. And last year he was able to scramble so much that it didn't matter how bad the offensive line was. Um, Lamar Miller looked good. DeAndre Hopkins did his thing. Will Fuller, um, you'll see him on the back of a milk carton. He was invisible. Um, oh, Kevin yeah, Kevin I, Johnson put on IR with second concussion of the year. Okay. Yep. Yep. So he went out, but there are some highlights. Deshaun Jackson threw amazing. Uh, it was a wheel route touchdown to the uh, fullback Sherman, and it was absolute perfect touch. Mm. So there are there is is as frustrating as he was because he wasn't what he was last year. Um, there definitely are some signs of life that you know he can do. He can do it. We were not expecting that, though. I mean, we weren't expecting him to be me and you at least. We're not expecting him to be who we he was were last not. year. So no, we were not. A yeah. lot of other people yeah, were true. Not right away, at least. Uh, from the Patriots side, I do want to talk about them. Rob Gronkowski might be my most enjoyable player to watch in the NFL. There's a, there was a play for his touchdown where he was getting double covered on the left side of the field, uh, and Brady threw like a pretty good ball. But Gronk, there's literally no defense for what he does. It's incredible. It's so stupid. He pushed off like two people and scored like a thirty yard touchdown like a receiver. Yeah, he's what? absurd. Unbelievable hands and just with a Frankenstein frame. He he is impossibly large, impossibly large with soft hands and great body control. He just doesn't make sense. He is so important to that offense. I really hope he stays healthy. It's so much fun to watch that man. He is so much fun. And I, yeah, as as you said, I hope he plays. Um, The Patriots, their front seven looked pretty good. They they were able to get a rush, um, and I think that's something year. that 
No, they did, they could not create a pass rush last year. So I think that's something that's really important for them um, that they'll be able to do this year. Uh, a surprise factor, the number two receiver, though, for the Patriots was Philip Dorsett, which I think he looked good. You should be happy about if you're a Patriots fan because he was pretty much non-existent last year. They just signed Corey Coleman, too. <laughs> okay, whatever. Today. We'll see. Yeah, who cares? Good luck on your third team. Third team third. this year. <laughs> yeah. He's got a n- n- um, nice shoe collection, apparently. Apparently. They look pretty ugly to me. Moving on. Uh, Phil- yeah. Philip Dorsett, though, he showed up out of the U. Shout out to the U. Um, but I think there's a lot of promise in him. I just really hope he can start to progress as like a route runner and... Tom Brady has shown that you need to get his trust for you to get the ball or you're not getting it. You literally will not yep. get the ball. So he no. needs to keep building that trust, keep showing that Bra- Tom Brady, I will catch the ball for you. So I'm excited to see what he does this year. I think it'd be fun to see if he grows into that, um, you know, good good receiver, that uh, Amendola, ro- Amendola role. That's, oh, dude, he's he's lightning fast. He's, he's not going to be in the Amendola role. Well, he's the, I'm talking about like the number two receiver f- number two okay. for the Patriots. I mean, gotcha. let's say he takes over for Hogan or he takes, I mean, because Edelman's coming back. Hogan but, was a big disappointment, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't want to say anything yet on him because we're not sure. I do. <laughs> disappointment. I want to say lots of things. Do you know disappointment. that? Do you know that he played lacrosse in college? Then he's no longer a disappointment. <laughs> It's so stupid. I've heard that a million times by every announcer. Dude, where do you go again? Who cares? He's playing football now. (laughs) Also, it's been like four years. We get it. We all have learned it. All right, next game. Uh, This is one that wasn't as chalk, one that was a little more interesting, but mostly because of the weather. The Titans versus the Dolphins. What the hell? This game didn't finish until like 7 p.m. Shit, sorry. Oops, sorry. (laughs) It's you're fine. It didn't finish till I'm doing, I'm uh, doing laundry. Finished, uh, Hold on. Laundry? Stop talking. Stop talking. You're back? You, no, oh, well, I'm back, but like, it's just. Hold on. Hello? Hello? Sorry, that's super unprofessional. Dude, you're, you're good. We're just going to go right into it and keep talking about it. Uh, the game didn't finish like 7 o'clock. It was the longest game of all I time. I think it just ended. <laughs> What's, so what's the score? Can you find it online since it just ended? It just ended. Uh, it was six to six to eight. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Uh, it was twenty seven to eight with four safeties. <laughs> twenty seven to twenty. Uh, Dolphins beat the Titans, and I think the biggest news out of this story was Marcus Mariota and uh, Delaney Walker injuries from the Titans. Your number one team out of the A- out of the AFC South. Yo, can I just retract that statement? <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yo, I was feeling real heavy. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> no, I know. That was a really bad take. Their defense didn't look good. Their offensive line didn't look good. Um, What's his name? The running back. Not Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis looked great. Uh, Derek Henry Derek is a Henry. huge disappointment. Yep, he's been a disappointment for his entire NFL career. Yeah, every time he's one of those. When this happens, he'll be good, and then that happens, and then he's not good. <laughs> it's like, oh, when Demarco Murray isn't in the picture, he'll be good, and then he's not. And it's like, oh, well, Deion Lewis will just be this, so he'll be good. He'll like have his role, defined role, and then he's not good. So he's just a. We'll wait and see, and then we wait and see, and it turns out he's not good. What? What is there a name for that type of player? I don't know. I don't have one. We'll th- have to think on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, he was disappointing. Uh, one player who I thought showed some sort of positive uh, progression from the Titans would be Corey Davis. I thought, you know, they targeted him early when Marietta was out there. He was looking for him, and I thought, you know, he was getting open. He was being the number one receiver. He was being effective. Um, I think him and Deion Lewis were the only good things coming out of the Titans. Yeah, I mean, we're talking good. He, he was 6 for 62. No, but he still did a good job. The no, eye I test know. was good. It's more than the numbers. Yeah, and Delaney Walker's done. He was talking about retiring. He dislocated his ankle, and there's a good chance there's ligament damage. So like, serious he, ligament he, damage. Yeah. yeah, so he's out. Um, 
He's been on the league for a while too, so he's gonna have to get yeah, the ball up yeah, more. I'll he, say that so much. He's, he's gone. Ryan Tannehill looked all right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, twenty for twenty-eight, three hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, that's a lunch pail game. You know, he showed up. <laughs> yeah, he did his job. Uh, they got the win. This Kenyon the, Drake, not great, but uh, the weather was, was a so weird. weird. Game. It's yeah, a weird you can't game. take you a lot want, out of you this. You can't really take too no. much out of this. If you are going to take one thing out of it, it's Kenny Steel. Kenny Stills is legit. Mm-hmm. He he is the real deal. He is a huge deep threat. He's gonna he 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 he's he's legit. He's he I I'm not worried about him at all. All right, let's get into the more interesting games. We're gonna skip a bunch. Uh, yeah, we'll do uh, the Packers versus the Bears. That was a super fun game, amazing to watch. If you didn't watch it, go out find the highlights. Sunday night. Let's set the scene. Set the scene. So, all right, it's third down. I don't know what down it was. Aaron Rodgers dropped back. Cleo Mack creates incredible pressure against a rusty Brian Bulaga. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers falls down like Eli Manning on one third of all Eli Manning dropbacks, where he falls into a sack of betas because he's afraid of any contact. He goes down, and in a bizarre turn of events, Aaron Rodgers gets landed his his knee landed on in a way that his knee kind of buckled in. His top leg was was over his his bottom leg, and it kind of pressed in. When it happened, I thought there was a chance that he tore his ACL arm sale. Um, I would not be surprised if it was some sort of sprained meniscus. I think there's some sort of ligament damage. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's an, I think it's a sprained MCL. I don't know if it's a a grade one or grade two. It's a pressure injury. So it's like something was impacted on your knee. Whereas like an ACL sometimes is like just the twist or like the turn can have it happen. Where it's no contact, where this is this is a contact injury, so like something happened to the ligament through pressure. If you know what I'm getting at. Yep, I know what you're saying. So I hope we, more news will come out Wednesday. So when Good. this podcast is released, um, we'll we'll know more probably by Wednesday. But he showed enough where the the medical staff thought he could play without injuring it any worse yep. so that is a good sign if it was some sort of torn ligament um or partial if it's a partial tear they're not going to send him out there where it could mm-hmm. get worse to get a full tear but if it's some sort of contusion or you know a, a sprain is a slight tear but if it's on the the lower grade then there isn't a huge chance that there's going to be that um serious injury from overuse different than any like it's not going to change from any other time you're out in the football field right like your chance mm -hmm. of getting injured is equal whether you have a tiny you know what i mean that's what they're getting at yep not a big change yeah so so what i didn't really care what happened after that yeah i thought this season was over i thought the packers season was over after eight snaps or after whatever number of snaps which was really depressing Rodgers goes out, Kaiser Soso comes in, makes some good passes, and then, <laughs> and then turns the ball over in the end zone. And then Kalumak happened, and he sacked him for a fumble. Yep, sacked him for a fumble, and, and then picked him for a f- fumble. Picked him for a touchdown. Yep. So Deshaun Kaiser did not show that he's a competent backup quarterback. I would I would say. I'm not going to say it off that one instance. I will. He got two interceptions in like his six plays. He had one interception one and turn a fumble. Off, whatever. Two turnovers. Two turnovers. You, get, you get what I'm getting at. Um, but so after the first Did half, nothing. it was 7 to 10. Or it was, was, it was 17 nothing. And uh, there was no hope for the Green Bay Packers. If you bet on the Packers to win that game, you would have won a ton of money because they ended up coming back and storing back with 21 points in the fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers put on a freaking show, showing that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So when he went out with an injury, the Packers were a, a 14 to 1 underdog. So if you put $1 down, you would have won 14 on the Packers, which is. 
pretty crazy. You know, uh, like usually the Patriots money line or something like that. If the Patriots are playing someone like Patriots bills or something like that, if you know, it's probably like a, a 10 point favorite, they might be a minus 300. So like you'd have to put 300 down to win a hundred. So just think about how crazy a 14 to one is. You don't see, you don't really see stuff like that. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. So he goes out to see him come back in the second half though, coming out of the tunnel it was really like pretty emotional, honestly. That team, I was really fired up, and he told the defense at halftime, "He goes, if you guys hold them, we, we can, we're gonna win this game." And they only gave up three more points after Six. that. Oh, okay. No, after he said that, they they gave up three points. Um, man, watching him play is something special. He's out there dragging that leg around. Yeah, but just can, making these. Hey. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, can you stay healthy for one freaking game so you don't have to be so heroic? Dude, I know, but, like, that was a real freak thing. He really gave his body up to avoid that big hit like he didn't didn't do last year when he broke his collarbone. I know, this is just my problem with the Packers, body. This is my problem with the Packers, is they're so dependent on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, as you should be, but, like, dude, if he goes down there, it's toast. Toast. Over. Over, their season yeah, is but that's, over. That's just what happens when you don't have the infrastructure like the Patriots and you have the best player in the league. Like Totally. When he is healthy, you're going to be dominant, and when he's not, you're fucked. Yeah. That's just how it goes. It makes me nervous that, for the rest of the season, though. For him to be hobbled, it makes him harder, hard for him to avoid contact, things like that. So, Okay, I'm going to say two things, though, about the Packers. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay, three. Two of them are kind of related. One, Randall Cobb looked like 2014 Randall Cobb. Yeah. That is the healthiest, quickest, and most effective I've seen him play in a long time. He was he was getting separation. Mm-hmm. He was getting downfield. He was getting open. And we haven't seen that the past three years. Mm-hmm. That is something that is really important. Um to that team. They have a bunch of offensive weapons. If Cobb mm-hmm. keeps playing like that, Devontae Adams is elite. He he, ha- he just got the he has the nose for the end zone. Once he gets around there, he's just gonna get a, get in. Um their tight ends played well. Jamal Williams is fine. Aaron Jones is coming back next or in two weeks, week three. Mm-hmm. Um I want to make a point about their defense though, which helped them stay in the that's game. That's what I was getting to next. Okay, That's we gotta get there. <laughs> Let's get there. That's what I was getting to next. Okay. In the past, when the Packers needed to get a stop from their defense, their defense was never able to execute. They never got a stop when they needed to get it. And they finally got a stop this game. And I know it's against Mitch Trubisky, but Mike Patton, in-game adjustments. The Packers haven't seen that. As a Packers fan, I haven't seen an in-game adjustment in like six years. That's so stupid. So that is so nice. They're playing with a different level of speed. They're playing a lot of six DBs, which means they're able to fly all over the place. Kentrell Bryce, Bryce was flying all over the place. Josh Jack, Josh Jones was flying all over the place. Those are two kind of hybrid linebacker, uh, cornerback, safety players that took over that Micah Hyde role. And one of the reasons Micah Hyde left, even though he was a ball hawk, was he didn't have the speed to play on defense. He didn't have the speed to make up ground. And you saw that play in Crenshaw Brace when he he got that stop on that run. He was flying, and he, he made a stop in the open field. They got big, athletic DBs and corners that can finally make some stops, and I'm just really excited to see their, them play. I think their defense sh- isn't going to be an absolute embarrassment this year. Well, it didn't look great in the beginning of the game. Um, yes, but so that's the thing. When you have a play like a okay, so Trubisky looked good for about the fifth first fifteen to twenty plays, right? But after that's all play calling. That's all that's a set, you know, this happens, we're gonna call this. So pretty much the first fifteen to twenty plays are set. After that, it's all on the defense making adjustments and the offense making adjustments, and the defense made better adjustments. And the defense was able to get stops. I think the Bears just got too defensive, and they didn't keep attacking. And they 
made weird decisions. They ran the ball when they shouldn't, and they threw the ball when they shouldn't. I think Jordan Howard looked great, though. I think Jordan Howard's a workhorse. He looked really good. He's able to catch the ball this year. I think he's going to be a big factor moving forward. And I like if the Bears can figure out how to, you know, just they haven't worked together for very long. New coach, new offense, new, you know, it's a fairly young quarterback. I like what they have going, and that defense is going to get better. When Kalomak isn't on a, like, minutes restriction, pitch count, count, he's going to look like the dominant player for the whole game, not just part of the game. He was really impressive, and that defense is slightly scary. So we'll see. Um, Kyle Fuller drops a perfect throat ball directly to his chest. It's different. Uh, There was pass interference on the play, but continue. Okay. He catches the ball. They don't call it. Because the wide receiver fell down. The wide receiver got hit and fell down, so the ball was gifted to him. But yes, uh, he should have caught it. But he, he has stone hands. He always clearly, has yeah, stone he's always hands. had stone hands. So yeah, not surprising. Totally. But I, I thought that the Bears showed promise, but I think their hype was a little overblown. Let's move on. We got to get going. We got to get moving. We got a lot of Packer talk in there. Can't let Fraser have too much. Uh, let's have a little more enjoyment though out of the NFC North. Another team, or yeah, NFC North that just blew chunks. The Lions got destroyed by the. Sam Darnold's the fighting Sam Darnold's of New York, um, forty-eight to seventeen. Uh, Sam Darnold uh, started his NFL career off with of an interception for a touchdown, but then Matthew Stafford said, "Hold my beer," and threw four more interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's great to see from a rookie quarterback, youngest player to ever play for the starting quarterback, something like that. He's like twenty-one years old. Super young dude. Um, you know, came and showed some promise. I was kind of impressed. Uh, he ran an offense. You know, he did a professional job and ran an offense. And Matt Stafford, he tried to fit in too many windows that he shouldn't have tried. He had receivers that I are really good. I think he had, has some really good weapons on that team. Uh, I thought Kenny Galladay it, it was impressive. I thought he looked really, really good. Um he was open a lot. He did had great route running, and he's big. That's a big, fast dude. So I'm excited to see what happens with him. But Stafford, dude, you got to be better. Uh, you can't win a game and turn it over f- four times. It doesn't happen. It does not happen. Yeah, you can't win like that. They were going to suck anyways, and it doesn't look good. Unless their offense is putting up a ton of points, they're not going to be. Ziggy Ansah went out with an injury, which um, is really important to that team. Uh, He was the person who creates a lot of that pass rush. Um, I'm trying to think, who's the uh, cornerback um, for them who's really good? Darius Slay? Yeah, Darius Slay. The corner for the Lions, right? Yep. Yep, Darius Slay. He got beat, but he he's good. Um, yeah, the Lions don't have a much a lot going for. It, but we'll just talk about the Jets. Sam Darnold looked good. He didn't really look like a rookie quarterback. He was making some really good adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not staring down wide receivers. He was going through his progression. So you know, it, it's really nice to see the Jets finally get someone who might be the next quarterback you know and he looked leaped and bounds better than the other rookie quarterbacks that played Mm -hmm. um you know we didn't see baker mayfield though i do want to we did not but he's also behind tyrod taylor who we like but yep um he's behind tyrod so if he was playing at the same level darnell was playing at that'd be great we we would be seeing we would be seeing him you think and yes i do Darnold showed that he's a professional quarterback and will be in this league for a while. I mean, he looked poised in the pocket. He wasn't, you know, doing the standard rookie things. He only had one interception for the touchdown, and then he calmed it down for the rest of the game. Great job. He joins the likes of Brett Favre for throwing his first pass as an interception for a touchdown. And your boy, Jameis. Oh, my boy, Jameis. That's your guy. Yeah, okay. Let's go to a different let's go to a different game. Not a lot to talk about. When you have two touchdowns from your defense special teams like the Jets did, it looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The night game, the night, night, night game, the game that ended at 1 o'clock, and I was super sleepy. Um, the LA Rams beat the Oakland Raiders 33-13. Raiders were tied at halftime. They were doing what they were supposed to do, running the ball, controlling the clock, playing good defense. Second half, none of that happened. Marshawn Lynch looks good, though. 
Marshall Lynch does look good. He's breaking tackles. He's four yards of carry basically so far. Yeah, I like Marshall. He looked good. Derek yeah. Carr on the other end did not look good. <laughs> That's not great. We paid him a lot of money to look good. Jared Cook showed up, and that was the big thing is the, the wide receivers for Oakland didn't show up. Not at all. Jordy Nelson. Where was Amari Cooper? Gone. I told you Jordan Nelson's washed. But Amari, Amari Cooper, Cooper's on the back of a milk carton right now. Yeah. One, f- one, one reception for nine yards. Terrible. <laughs> That's bad. That's really bad. And their defense is bad as advertised. Yeah, they're so horrible. So that's what you're gonna get. You got a quarter. You got a, a coach who just wants to run the ball, um, which they the should run the ball clearly. The quarterback is not worth what they paid him, and none of the wide receivers, none of the free agent wide receivers that they signed, and it looks like they're getting back. Um, what's his name? Who they just cut? Martavis Bryant. Oh. Looks like he's going to be re-signing with, a, for, with them for a one-year deal. Nothing done yet. But uh, the, their wide receivers just aren't there. Amari Cooper has been a huge bust. He has been clearly over the past two years. Kind of hard to argue that. He's shown flashes, but he just, I don't know. Um, the Rams look good, though. Did what they're supposed to do. Did what they're supposed to do. Todd, Todd Gurley's Gurley, a monster. 20 carries, 100, 108 yards, you know. Um, <laughs> Brandon Cooks did what he was supposed to do. Cooper Cup doing his thing. The defense was fine, you know. Defense was good, causing turnovers. Mm-hmm. Marcus Peter got an interception. So, you know. It's kind of just what can, business. What more can you say? Just business as usual. Business the as Rams usual. did what we expected them to do, and the Raiders did what we expected them to do. Um <laughs> The Rams produced an offense and played solid defense, got turnovers, and the Raiders couldn't get anything going. Um, we'll see how John Gruen makes adjustments. We'll see if Derek Carr is able to get back to his um, the, the year he almost won an MVP. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. I'm going to be honest. That's past my bedtime. I didn't watch too much of it. <laughs> so I, I missed a little bit of the first half because I went to go see Crazy Rich Asians. Which, uh, if you like rom-coms, everyone should definitely go see that. Um, so I missed a little bit of the beginning, but then I caught up and then I watched the second half. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of didn't look that difficult. <laughs> Want to move on to next week's games? Preview a couple yeah, of them? Let, yeah, let's preview a couple that we're interested in. Okay. what have, Do you have the slate pick uh, pulled up? No. Okay. I, I, I'll, pick, go ahead. I'll pick a game that looks really interesting to me. Um, let's go with the... Let's go with the Jags Patriots. Looking at uh, we got, all right. Here's our options. Here's your options to talk about: Jags Patriots, Vikings Packers, Vikings Packers. Okay, we gotta talk about Vikings Packers. I think that's actually a pretty big game. That's a neat. That's a. That's probably gonna be the game of the week. That's and a Sunday gonna, one p.m. Yeah, that's a marquee game, and mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna come down to if Roger plays. Yeah. Let's talk about the Vikings uh, and how they looked and what they could do in this game because we didn't talk about them too much. So No. Yeah, so we touched on the Packers. Um, the Vikings look good. Adam Thielen's awesome, man. <laughs> he's I love so Adam good. Thielen. He's, Diggs he's is great, in, too. Diggs and great, is great. Um, Delvin Cook looked really good. And for what it's worth, Kirk Cousins looked really good, too. You could win with him. You could definitely win with him. I was impressed with Kirk Cousins. I'm not a huge Kirk fan. Um, but I think he, he's pretty good. Yeah. And right now the Packers Vikings isn't even on the board. You can't even bet on it right now. Yeah, Um, you shouldn't. No, but the Vikings look good, man. They, they look good. So this is going to be a really interesting game. Um, what's the key to success for the Vikings? Keys to success. Yeah. It's going to be getting after the quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's going to be their pass rush. Um, and executing on offense. If Kirk Cousin, who has been known to turn the ball over, he also, you know why I'm super out on Kirk Cousins? He <laughs> coined or he trademarked <laughs> yeah. the phrase, you vike that. So bad. That is so bad. <laughs> I'm going to sue his ass. That's terrible. Um, yeah. So it's going to be their ability to 
create pass rush basically is going to be a big thing, especially I if Rodgers is hobbled. I, I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this game because I think they have enough balance to be able to beat the Packers. I don't think the Packers – I don't think their defense is ready to hold up to that. I, I don't have a ton of faith in their offense besides Rodgers. Graham didn't show up at all. Um, he was non-existent. And Delvin Cook shows explosiveness. And if he's the real deal still and can be you know, that workhorse that they need him to be, then the Vikings are still scary. Yeah. Yeah, I I could totally see the Minnesota winning. The one thing is it is at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That's a big advantage. And Aaron Rodgers is 50 and 8 at home <laughs> over his career. <laughs> which is good. I'm no math wizard, but that's good. I'm not good at math, but I'm pretty sure he's 50 and 8. <laughs> He might he might be fifty six and uh, fourteen, but I think his first twelve he was six and six, and after that he was fifteen eight. Um, he's scary at home. They have a great home field advantage. Their offense in the second half got clicking, and that's one thing that I would love to see out of the Packers next week is just to spread it out, shotgun, do some runs, but just let Rogers see the field and pick them apart. That's what I would really like to see. Um, but yeah, I could totally see Minnesota winning next week. I just want to see Rodgers be healthy, honestly. That I, I really don't care about much else. Um, All right, do you want to do picks for these games? These three, we'll do three games. Sure. All right, who do you got in this one? Yeah, I, I'm taking the Packers. All right, I'm taking um, the Vikings. Lock that okay. one in. You got a score? Uh, nope, no idea. <laughs> not not going to do scores. Um, what, what's your score? No idea. I don't have a score. Okay. Uh, we're, we're okay. Uh, we'll just say the picks. All right. I, I'm, picks. I'm taking Green Bay, but I think it's going to be close. All right. Moving on to the Panthers versus Falcons. I think an AFC or NFC South showdown. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Two really underwhelming teams. <laughs> Matt Ryan looked like he got Tommy Johns in the offseason and hasn't thrown a ball in six months. And... The pan the Panthers actually look pretty good. I was thinking of um of the Cowboys. The Cowboys offense looked terrible last week. <laughs> they looked t- 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 terrible. Terrible. As- terrible. S Charles. That was terrible. Yeah, Carolina looked pretty good. Cam Newton's pretty scary. Um he's still I don't think they looked that great. They scored up sixteen but- points on the freaking lowly Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the- they Dallas, looked okay the- though. The Cowboys the Cowboys defense is 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 pretty good. Sean Lee's good. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have the some. Good, oh, what's it? Randy, Randy Gregory, right? Yeah, um, Randy, he actually got hurt. Yeah, but I see what you mean. The Falcons, I think, is what the real story is here, and I think the Falcons looked really bad, and their play calling was questionable at best. What were they yeah, do? What are they doing half the time? They go for it on fourth. I never know go, what. The, I never. AJ or uh, Julio Jones isn't on the field at all around the goal line, just put him out there. Don't even throw it to him. Pull the Gronkowski. Put him on the one side by himself. Make him be double covered and have the rest of the people on the other side run into each other. You, you tell me you don't have a pick play? You don't got some sort of pick thing going on over there? I never know what they're doing. I have no idea what they're doing. I never know what they're doing in there. Ma! The meatloaf! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Uh, Devontae Ad- how do you Fr- not know that I, oh that's freaking that's from uh, Wedding Crashers ah the meatloaf I never know what she's <laughs> doing in there I never know what she's doing in there <laughs> One team but that the real story well I think is that this is the Falcons <laughs> I don't know what they're going to be this year we thought that it was going to be a three team race for that division and two of those teams lost So, so what? Uh, excuse me. I I think this will be interesting though to see if Atlanta can get the ball running. I think they need to run the ball to set up the pass, and they just set up more play action passes uh, to basically let the plays open up space, let the distractions and the confusion and the movement and the different looks set up your offense 
and create more throwing lanes for Matt Ryan's noodle arm, Chad Pennington arm to throw into. Uh, you need to use the running backs that you have because you have really talented guys. Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman can be good running backs. But in the way that you're using them on offense, isn't letting them show their best abilities because they're always being bottled up. And it's too predictable. And the mo- you're not using deception to create offense, which you always should be doing in the NFL. Even look at the Bears' first two drives. The amount of deception on those first couple of drives, f- flanking out tight uh, l- guards and crap. You had tackles, yeah. running receiver, and like everyone wide out and, and then run the ball. You know, there's just lots of movement. They'll just move I, a guy I, on the Rams just to even see what defense they're in. You know what I mean? And Atlanta doesn't do that. So their defense is not good enough to uh, hold up, I'd say. things. I just didn't think Matt Ryan looked good. Who got good. in this game? But uh, I'd probably say Carolina. As long as Cam Newton and, and Luke Eakley mm-hmm. are healthy, um, I'm probably going to take This Carolina game is here. in Atlanta at the Dome. Mm-hmm. That was scary. Yep. All right. Um, because this division makes absolutely no sense and the Bucks just beat the Saints, I'm going to say Atlanta yeah. totally changes everything that they did last week. And maybe the Eagles defense, that's who they played, right? Who <laughs> The Eagles. The Eagles' defense is good, and that's why they looked so bad. Um, they start running the ball. The crowd noise gets piped in, and Atlanta I somehow pulls this one out. Th- Julio Jones is a non-factor or something. You know, he's got like one catch, but then he's double teamed the entire game. Uh, play and calling was terrible. Eats, and I don't see and, their play calling changing. Uh, the rest of their I mean, like running backs, it, I think, is really what the game comes down to. Tree Cohen catching the, or not, not Tree Cohen. Why did I say that? Yeah. Um, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, they rhyme or something. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm taking literally the opposite because why not? And the NFL doesn't make sense. Yeah. So the Eli last game I want to talk great. about before we wrap this thing up. Um, is the Sunday Sunday great. night game, which is the he classic Sunday great. night game, uh, the Giants versus the Cowboys. He did That's not look great. Two Titans clashing. <laughs> two very mediocre Cowboys, Titans another clashing. Thing, the Cowboys offensive play calling sucked too. So we're going from uh, that, and for that reason, <laughs> I'm going to take New York. I think Dallas is overrated. I think they have a good defense, but their their offense <laughs> is just so, time? so poorly managed. That I just can't see taking the Cowboys, and I I know I'm going against um, the home teams in both of these last two, but I just don't really care. Um, the Clapper should get fired. They really need he yeah he really should get fired. He really should. Um, and if if you're Jerry Jones, you really need to think about. Um, getting in a new uh, offensive coordinator or a new head coach because a lot of their issues it comes from first the coach coaching fired. staff. They're ta- from a talent standpoint, they're not bad. They have they they need some help at wide receiver, but they're they're really not that bad. They got a good defense. They could have a good running game. Um, Dak Prescott wasn't great, but I think some of that might be because their offensive play calling is just so bad. They could have a good running game. I think they could have a good running game, but the problem is a lot of their line was injured. A lot of them's banged up, and, you know, they got little things here and there. And, you know, Zeke Elliott is a really good running back, and he did okay, but they can key on him. He's all they really have. Dak Prescott was very pedestrian. He was not great. Um... Their best receiver is Alan Hearns and Cole Beasley and some dude who's named like a horse. Uh, they're just, I don't know. I don't see how they have enough firepower on offense one. to really hold down, 
you know, to to make up the deficit. He got bottled up, I, and then he I got the, he got loose for you know, one. There's but some that bright just spots shows, at least for yeah. He has absolutely ridiculous, especially Sha- um, Saquon. You know, balance. I can't pronounce his freaking those, name. Those hits my life. where he was taken and, and Saquon though. To, yeah, they, you know they only put up 15, yeah. but he did He's play good. pretty well. I mean, you know, he dude, Elliot. Elliot only had 15 attempts. But that's, he had that's all you need. Yards at 4.6 yards of carry and a TD, three receptions. The, what they need to do is they get they get the ball to him. And more, that's against the best defense be in the league. Short passes or just pounding the rock more. I know, but dude, at 4.6 yards of carry, that's fine. Get him the ball more. He only had 18 touches. Mm-hmm. But that's all they have. That's literally all they have. Give them the best get. True. I agree. You know what? You know what the Giants are going to do, though? They feed their beast. They won against Blake Bortle. Odell Beckham, 11 catches, 111 yards. Saquon, no, the defense is okay. I'm just carries. saying, like, they give Blake their Bortles best players not the ball. good. Um, and I think that defense is pretty decent. Janoris Jenkins. Um, I'm trying to see some of their, you know. They, yeah, Eli didn't look great, though. Pretty de- Landon Collins. No, yeah. I still think that defense is okay. They're not. Yeah. No, but that offense has proven to sure. score enough points to let the defense win the game for them. No, I think Eli might be over the hill. Sad to see. Well, He's I gonna think this is going to be a very mediocre time. game that I'm going to really enjoy watching. And then though. they'll watch the rest of the game cast from his Because those games are always fun. Those Giants-Cowboy games on Sunday nights are always insane. Something crazy always happens. Hopefully, Richie will stay up to about 10, th- 10 o'clock. That's not a question. It. You just no, do enjoy no a game cast. Yeah, we can, if we can get him to halftime. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're I, a guy uh, over the age of I, I, 62 I giants right do you enjoy gamecast yeah. that is our question g-man <laughs> that's a rhetorical question you do that's enjoy it, it. I, i'm right. very excited <clears throat> who do you got in this game week two yeah shout out to amari <laughs> sure. cooper for putting a freaking i'm also taking the g-man g-man all right. Yeah, sorry, Blaze. Anything else you want to talk about NFL? You excited? Week, yeah. week two. Frazier squeaked out a fantasy win. I squeaked out a fantasy win. Yeah, man. Win. As always, this podcast all good brought to you by on the Master uh, We're coming up on uh, about three Shout years out to Blaze. Sorry, Blaze. Um, Not so, our dog. Yeah, just the uh, human check Blaze. Out it. Um, all right. Constantly putting up new stuff. Frazier, uh, library. Promo code TMOM, T M O M, all caps. T-M-O-M at checkout for 15% off. Uh, best selection in vintage hats, clothing, sports apparel. Um, should be putting up new stuff soon. I say that every week, but we will be putting more stuff up. Go check it out. Um, if there's any particular thing you're looking for, uh, feel free to just reach out to me on my uh, through the DMs on MrBallCaps.com Instagram account, and I'll uh, take a look to see if we have anything back in the inventory that we haven't posted yet. Uh, or if you're just looking to maybe set up an appointment, um, contact me, and I will uh, we'll figure out when you can come and take a look at some of our inventory. Um, but yeah, no promo code there. You'll just get in person deep look so there you go <laughs> so yeah that's mrballcaps.com also follow us on all social medias twitter instagram facebook we got lots of highlights coming at you a lot of fun stuff. Uh, always give us five stars on iTunes. Those ratings always help us. Please give us five stars. Five, five, five special five stars. Um, also, coming out with a Patreon. Search the Massive Mediocrity Podcast on Patreon. We'll also share it on all of our social medias. But if you subscribe there, basically, and become a patron, so it's it's a, a service where you give us a dollar a month, and <laughs> we're gonna you know, we're figuring we thank you for support, and you know we'll put you on, we'll shout you out on like our Instagram or something like that. If you give us five dollars sure. a month, 
Um, we like you even more, but you get the same basic reward. <laughs> we'll figure out rewards a little bit more, but uh, ten dollars. You want to keep? Want to keep doing what we have so far, at least. All right, ten dollars. Uh, we really appreciate that, and you can request any topic, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. So you you have a fancy roster you'd like us to break down. You have a question about your favorite player. You have uh, what do you think Carmelo Anthony's gonna be on the Rockets? Uh, even during football season, whatever. Uh, if you have a sports question, fancy football question, NFL, basketball, freaking, we'll talk about baseball. If you really want our opinion on it, um, just. Subscribe uh, on Patreon. Give us $10 a month and we will discuss any topic uh, you want on the podcast one a month. Um, Every single month. We will ask you in your DMs, what do you want us to talk about this month? Then $25, big 25 bones. This is a one-time offer. Uh, if you give us $25, you will also yeah, get the $10. You can put that on um, like your resume and eventually that will pay month. for itself. And with $25, you have the one-time option of coming on the podcast like that you will be yeah, they, pretty much i just i didn't even masters? send him a I mean, resume yeah, i just yeah. sent him a link to the master and we'll talk Mediocrity about what you want to talk about like, <laughs> Pref- freaking anything yeah that's how you got your job right So go to uh, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and search the Masters of Mediocrity podcast. Um, go on there. We'll figure out. We might change the reward structure around a little bit, but please support us on there. Um, it'll help fund you know, some equipment. It'll help fund Word. our uh, sports habits, so we'll be able to get you Is better it- content, uh, more pertinent and direct content be able to watch more games be able to even maybe go to a game so please patreon.com master mediocrity thank you all right everyone have a good night